0: Welcome back to the sub show, uh, to another episode of Prediction Wednesday. Uh, Today is going to be a little different though, we're going to be naming the top 10 point guards of the nineteen twenty season of the NBA right now. Uh, but first, OKC, one of the two teams to achieve the 3-0 and in the scrimmages, the other team would be the New Orleans Pelicans. And Andre Roberson coming back and hitting two clutch three pointers against Philly. Uh, there was 50 seconds left, and he hit one to put OKC up 98 to 97. Uh, then he hit another one to put OKC up 101 to 97. And that was pretty much the end of the game. Uh, then Mike Mike Muscala got fouled and he went to the free throw line, but. Uh, Andre Roberson coming back clutch in the stretch and hitting those two three-pointers. The third game the OKC Thunder played was against the Portland Trail Blazers. And Simmons led the game in scoring. Not Ben Simmons, but Anthony Simmons. Um, The first round pickup from the Trail Blazers hit 23 points. Uh, Also going with Rebounds and five assists uh, He made nine field goals shot 60% from the field 62% from the three and nothing from the line um, But these scrimmages had some few great plays in them Uh, one of those being John Morant, uh, uh, With some big plays against the Miami Heat on on Tuesday and also, the Phoenix Suns coming in and beating the Toronto Raptors. Toronto Raptors were also one of the teams that were 2-0. and uh, And also, um, the only game, I think, um, that went to overtime in these scrimmages, uh, Dallas against the 76ers. They went to overtime, with and J.J. Barea hit some clutch shots also. Uh, but overall, these were some gate some great scrimmages and great setup by the NBA. So getting into the top ten at number ten, I have Kyrie Irving. Uh I have him so low because he didn't play uh half of the season. He only played twenty games. Uh but in those twenty games he averaged twenty seven point four points per game, five point two rebounds per game and six point four assists per game. Uh but in twenty games it's um, it's not as hard, uh, to hit 27.4 points per game than, a, than, pro. than, like, as Jamal Murray averaging 18.8 points per game, uh, while playing 55 games. Uh, so that's the reason why, but Kyrie, he was injured for most of the season, so, I uh, put him at number 10. And number nine is Trey Young. Uh, he leads the league in points per game, uh, uh, in point guards though, uh, with twenty nine point six points per game, four point three rebounds per game, nine point three assists per game, uh, while also shooting thirty six percent from the 44 percent from the field, and eighty six percent from the line. A uh, uh, reason I have Trey Young so low is because uh he's not that well of a defender and that's something that's holding him back to for most to uh get that untapped potential he the, he's he doesn't have right now. Uh and the Atlanta Hawks are doing something similar to what the Golden State Warriors did with Steph Curry, uh putting putting their star player around around players who can do what he doesn't. Steph Curry can't defend that well. So they put Klay Thompson, a great perimeter defender, and right, Draymond, uh KD, um Iggy, Uh great defenders to fill in what what uh Steph Curry couldn't do. Also Trey Young. He's not that well of a defender, but and but then the Atlanta Hawks drafted a 3 and D player in Deandre Hunter in the 2019 draft. Uh they have John Collins. They acquired Clint Capella on a trade with the um, Houston Rockets. Uh so they're do they're basically doing what the Golden State Warriors in. So that means that they're planning on having Trey Young on the long run. Um uh, also uh it's kind of the different uh difference though. Uh like what the Bucks are doing with Giannis. Uh filling in with uh Kyle Corver. Uh, George Hill, Chris Middleton, uh, who can shoot the three, and which is one thing Giannis can't do. He's starting to shoot threes though. Uh, George Hill has the best fe- um uh, three point percentage in the league right now, and they all have great uh Chris Middleton, George Hill, and and Kyle Korver have great three point percentages. Uh. George Hill actually has the best three-point percentage in the league right now. Uh, which, uh. That's kind of what the Atlanta Hawks are doing with Trey Young. At number eight is John Morant, who's having an exp- uh, incredible rookie season, averaging six, 17.6 points per game, 3.5 rebounds per game, 6.9 assists per game, going with 49% from the field, 37% from the three. And seventy-seven percent from the line. He's having a, a great year. Uh, well, uh, probably the candidate for rookie of the year against the Heat. He he got twenty-two points and twelve assists. Uh, he also got some flashy moments in there. Uh, a no-look past to Valanciunas, and an uh a dunk from coming from an alley. Um, the Grizzlies they went. Um, had a record of one and two throughout the scrimmages, uh, against Miami. He was the only game they won. They, they lost against Houston and they also lost against the 76ers, uh, only by seven points though. Uh, but John is having a great rookie season and that's why having him at number eight. And... Also, the Grizzlies have a great young roster. Uh, they have Dylan Brooks, who in the game against the Heat, he was unstoppable from the three-point line. He just kept hitting them. They also acquired Josh Jackson, uh, a former first overall pick from the Suns. Uh, they also have Jerry Jackson Jr., Tyus Jones, Grayson Allen, and they also have uh, Jonas Valanciunas, which is not a bad player to have. Uh, John Moran is also a great two-way player well, um, in that game against Brooklyn at the beginning of the season. He he got the assist for the game winner, and he also blocked Kyrie Irving's attempt to win the game. He's a great defender and a great attacker, and the the Grizzlies are building a really young roster, and they're most more than likely going to be a top contender in the next few years. Uh at number 7, I have Ben Simmons, whom I would have put him higher. But the fact that he, he doesn't shoot as much as a point guard should uh, lowered him down to the 7th spot. He's averaging 16.7 points per game, 7.8 rebounds per game, and 8.2 assists per game. Uh, also hitting 58.5% of his field goal attempts. Thirty-three point three percent of his three-point attempts and 62.7% of his free-throw attempts another thing that lowered him down is uh, last year's how he He had the playoff series against the Toronto Raptors Now uh, if he's gonna be a great player, he ha- uh He has to do better in these playoff games last year. He struggled a little bit in game one He played 33 minutes and hit 14 points. Uh, Also, two turnovers that may not seem uh, like a lot. But judging that 76ers lost, those two turnovers could have made a difference. Uh, Also, in Game 2, Ben Simmons, uh, this was a win for the uh, 76ers. They won by five games. And... Uh, ben Simmons in 44 minutes. He he did, He had six points, also going with four turnovers. Uh, so not a great game for him. Uh, so uh, he has to learn to act uh confident in these playoff games if he wants to become that next level player. Next uh, at number six is D'Angelo Russell, uh, which he is averaging 23.1 points per game, 3.9 rebounds per game, and 6.3 assists per game while shooting, 41% from the field, 34% from the three, and 87% from the line. Um, uh, He could have averaged more points per game, but he was just getting used to playing. In Golden State, uh, 33, 33 games in, uh, he started all 33 games he played in, uh, and he was averaging 23.6 points per game in in Golden State. And then he was getting used to Golden State when he got traded to the Minnesota Timberwolves for Andrew Wiggins. And then he, he played 12 games for them, which, uh, started all 12 games, and that's where he started lowering his points. He averaged 12 uh, twenty one point seven points per game, and he also averages more turnovers. Uh, he has to get he uh at the beginning of the season he got had to get used to the way Golden State played, and then halfway through the season he was getting used to the way Golden State played. He got traded to the Minnesota Timberwolves. Uh, so is, since he's still putting up uh twenty three points per game, it's impressive. That's why I have him at this number six spot. Uh, At number five is arguably the most underrated point guard right now, and probably one of maybe one of the the best young point guards later in the league is De'Aaron Fox from the Sacramento Kings. He's averaging 20.4 points per game, four rebounds per game, and 6.8 assists per game, one shooting 47% from the field, 30% from the three, and 70% from the line. Um probably the second-fastest player in the NBA after Russell Westbrook. And he carried uh, uh, Sacramento Kings team from 26 wins to actually being a playoff contender uh, a few seasons back. And one of the things that was doubted about him was the fact that he couldn't shoot the three-ball that well, or shoot at all well. Uh, But then he came out a few seasons ago, uh, and he started hitting threes. And now he's averaging 30% from the th- from three, which is league average, uh, but it's still pretty good. Uh, so that's why I'm having a number five. Uh, number four is Chris Paul from the Oklahoma City Thunder. He's averaging 17.7 points per game, 4.9 rebounds per game, and 6.8 assists per game. While also shooting 49% from the field, 36% from the three, and 90% from the line. Uh, Chris Paul, when he started. Uh, when he, he was in in Los Angeles, he had Blake Griffin. When he was in in Houston, he had James Harden. But now that he's in in OKC, he doesn't have that second uh, backup star. Uh, so now he has a lot more. He has a lot more uh, responsibility, um, and he mentors uh, the young players. He shows them how to play and everything, uh, so he has a lot more responsibility because OKC really doesn't have that second star, and uh, probably the best, the second best players are either Steven Adams or Shaggy Alexander, which are great players but are still not considered at the level of James Harden or Blake Griffin in when he was in his prime. Uh, so Chris Paul has a lot, lot more responsibility now than. Uh, he is alone without that second superstar uh and he's still averaging 17 point seven points per game and he's uh doing uh really good also uh rallying six point eight assists per game at number four at number three i'm sorry uh it's Campbell walker from the boston Celtics who is averaging 1.2 points per game, 4.1 rebound per game, and 4.9 assists per game. While also shooting 42% from the field, 37% from the three, and 86% from the line. Uh, uh, surrounded by like, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, and maybe even Gordon Hayward. And still averaging tw- uh, 20 plus points per game is pretty impressive. Those assists uh, with all those stars. He should be able to rack up more assists than 4.9, but it's still good. Campbell uh, Walker recently um, uh, came to fill in that Kyrie Irving spot. And for now, he's filled it in pretty well. Uh, he has the Boston Celtics at number three in the Eastern Conference. And right now, they have their spot in the playoffs this season. So, Kemba Walker obviously did a uh, pretty good job coming in to take in Kyrie Irving's spot. Uh, next, at number 2, is Russell Westbrook. Averaging 27.5 points per game, 8 rebounds per game, and 7 assists per game. While also shooting, uh, he, he's also been shooting 47% from the field, 25% from the 3. And seventy-seven percent from the line. Not a great um, shooting season for him, but he's still a great point guard. Uh, and in my eyes, uh, uh, Russell Westbrook filled filled in that point guard spot better than uh, Chris Paul because James Harden being uh, one of the best, if not the uh, if not the best three point shooter right now, uh, and he doesn't have he doesn't have that that easy, he can't get to the basket that easy. But Russell Westbrook can with his speed and agility as, and his strength. And so him and James Harden are a great duo. Uh, James Harden can shoot from the perimeter. And Russell Westbrook can get in and, and into the paint, and draw fouls, lay up, or dunk. At number one is Damian Lillard. Yeah, uh, from the Portland Trailblazers, who's averaging twenty eight point nine points per game, four point three rebounds per game, and seven point eight assists per game, while shooting forty five percent from the field, thirty nine percent from the three, and eighty eight percent from the line. Uh, he's having a great, a great year. Last year, he led the Trailblazers to the Eastern Conference, To the Western Conference Finals, and but they, they got swept by the Golden State Warriors. Uh, the Warriors had already had a plan to how to deal with Damian Lillard, which kind of reminded me of how the Detroit Pistons had a plan of how to lead with uh with Michael Jordan in the late eighties, maybe early nineties. I don't, I can't remember when. Uh, but that's what that's how I remember it. Uh, that's basically how Golden State Warriors defended Damian Lillard. Uh, he's been shooting. 45% from the field, 39% from the three and 88% from the line. Uh, he's also ha- is averaging one steal per game. Uh, he's having great numbers. Uh, and for the last few years, he has been a top three point guard and recently, and um, he passed Russell Westbrook, uh, in for that number two spot after Steph Curry, Steph Curry though was injured, um, uh, most of the season. Pretty sure he only played five games. So that's why he wasn't in this list. Uh, but Damian Lillard uh has always been in that MVP conversation. And so he deserves his number one spot. Thank you for uh, thank you for listening to this podcast.